Good afternoon, and welcome to my podcast. This is called The Joyful Podcast. And you could be listening on Apple, Android, um, any of the other things, Google, um, Podbean. Does anybody listen on Podbean? Please give me a comment or a clap if you listen on Podbean, because... I've been paying this company $14.99 for like, like every month for about two years, two years, holy fuck, five years, for about five years. Does this podcast really cover five years, 2017, eight? 18, 19, 20. So four. We're going on about four years. And it's definitely time to start uh, evolving this thing into something else. I guess we could say that about our own spirit as well. Or at least I could. But that's the whole reason I began this um, podcast to begin with is that I didn't have any idea what was going to take place. I just knew, number one, not going to kill myself. And number two, I believe in a joyful experience of this whole thing. I believe in that. And I guess that's the whole premise of the thing. So, after four years, I find myself still on a journey. Or perhaps on another journey. Yeah, that's a good way to see this. Is many journeys. If that helps you at all, please hang on to that many many journeys and elaborate on that to yourself because I plan on doing that. Many journeys. And I find that It takes an ungodly amount of strength and courage to begin the next journey. Because we tie these things in, whether it's um, your job, your your self-definition, or another person, or like a very bonded with you person whose um, identity or perception or um, point of view you began to take on as your own point of view. And if you're listening to this and, and that resonates at all, please know that I, 
am with you. I'm with you. That's one of the reasons that um, I had to get on the mic tonight is because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to unpack a few things that are associated with that. And I ne that would have not been on my radar four years ago or almost four years ago, whatever the math is, when I began this. It would have not been on my radar at all that I would have wanted to like separate my own point of view from something that it got attached to. And it did. It really did. And um, <laughs> I'm also morbidly curious. Morbidly? Now there should be like a supernatural phrase for that. Morbidly is pretty damn good because that's what it feels like. Is a uh, is a morbid curiosity. When you get to know somebody and love them, and and there's so much different there's like this fundamental similarity there's like essential similarity but this fucking shocking difference at the same time that that is what can fuck with you if you're somebody like uh like me I'm a virgo and there's things that say Virgos are analytical, overly so, um, extremely, pa it always does mention extremely passionate, like when they like buy in, um, and, and that makes absolute sense. Virgos accept anything. They can be judgmental, but they don't, just because they're analytical. So sometimes we're so, I, th I really think uh, Virgos are so astounded by how much we can analyze something that we have to vocalize that, we have to express that. And that expression it is so in depth because of our analytical minds that it seems as though it's it's judgment but it really isn't it's it's this um i don't know it's this virgo mind that accepts all but takes in an insane amount of data all with the point of just connecting and that's it we want to fucking connect um but anybody who's not a virgo and still listening thank you because i was talking about a situation that has nothing to do with this ridiculous um astrology that crap is ridiculous. You can get you can get exactly as much as you put into it out of it. That's it. Like 
hey, you want to get something out of that? Go looking for it. Bam, you'll find whatever you're looking for. I guess that's the that's that's what's good about astrology. Not like the star placements in the sky and things like that. Like it, we get nothing from um, fucking extra orbital physics or whatever out of astrology. But we do get like these human stories that are pretty fun. And there's um, a reason I started going into astrology. And it's because I was tangenting from something else, which I, I tangent a lot. Part of <clears throat> the downfall or up rise of this podcast is I, it's supposed to be not that good. It's literally like, literally, don't listen to this. If you think it's it's poor, it's poor at being good. Think it's please think it's doing a great job of being not good. But you didn't. But there's a lot of good podcasts, and the people who do them poorly are not doing them as much anymore. There was a wave of that when you could have found a lot of bad ones, but that's starting to end and I honor you for still keeping this one on because the premise was uh fucking it is it's inspiring I really think it's inspiring I was I'm trying to like let my past self inspire my current self and at some point, I knew that this low blow, this low feel of absolutely everything going wrong, that the dark night of the soul was um, it was going to be it was going to be responded to in a way that didn't accept a bad outcome. That's what it was. Responded to in a way that I wasn't going to kill myself. I think I made that very clear. <laughs> because moments of bad are absolutely going to pass. And it perfectly makes sense that there are new moments of bad to me. But I don't hear enough the reasons in these stories from people going through a hardship. Like, all right, yeah, that person, like, did you wrong. But you'll be fine. There's not a whole lot of reasons, like, given. As far as, like, yeah, this person completely changed your 
understanding of humanity and existence. And so you were a new, you had a new completely foundational perception of the world and then something bad happened. Like when somebody changes your shit and then you can't figure out what to do with the new shit, that's like the kind of bad <laughs> that I think should be vocalized. I mean, that's my own specific thing that's going on. But there are probably many, many more that are that could be shared that are going on. Yeah. The thing I did right before recording was this, um, I don't know, this like moment to take in every type of um, chakral awakening that I could for I don't know how many minutes. Um, it was about the breaths. I would imagine 30 full breaths, 30 deep full breaths with every single one of them thought through what the next breath was going to do. That's what I was just guessing would be the number of breaths. <sighs> Might be double that. Somewhere between that and double that. So, what's the point of this episode? Other than to say all the episodes that I've recorded and tried to publish since then have just been um, not pub publishable. They've, they've been... They've been full of fear, really. And... One of the things that I feel must be faced is whatever there's fear in. Don't give that voice. Don't give it voice. But there are things. Fucking fear in those things. I just don't want to give voice to. And... kind of like put them in the back pocket like I will give a voice to these things um, when I feel as though that voice will not, not be wasted it, they're almost like a good reason to keep the voice 
exercised and, and working correctly. So I can get to other things. But the voice should be connected to uh, truth in some way. I wonder how many people, I mean, purpose is a huge thing right now. Purpose. Like, it's, it's so pervasive that, like, a company like the one I work for, before anything takes place, like, a process has to be met. I had someone texting me today from a, another complete department, which, you know, way the other side of headquarters like a, f a fucking field of cubicles away in a whole side of the building that just feels strange to even walk through, which I do, no matter what. I walk through this place uh, every day, every day that I work on, s on the property. And I walk through there and I'm like, damn, this is nice. It's, I'm going to get it like, a thousand steps out of this little loop around this property. But, uh, you know, I walked by this other department. That's how far it is away. But uh, my friend sent me a text that said, returning to the office to a new desk, and it something along the lines of, I wasn't allowed to replace the charger with the charger that fit my device or something like that. Like they told me not to touch anything. And her comment was <laughs> basically, I can't believe they told me like, I can't switch the charger to the one that fits myself. And, um, they just reminded her that the policy is that only the IT professionals can touch these things. And she was bitching, so I, I wanted to, like, not... I wanted to play off of that, but I also wanted to be realistic <laughs> in being like, well, we have a very uh, process-centered company <laughs> Like, this is, every part of this company is very process-driven. And that's pretty funny. And she seemed to think, like, yeah, but it's not that efficient. But my point out of it is that even though it's very process-driven, there's still... I don't know, there's still hope. Like, the place is, has so much mention of purpose and integrity and, and values like that. Um, you you want to buy in. You, you really do. And right now, it's... 
I'm just trying to embrace that integrity and that purpose. I'm trying to define what's in the crazy analytical Virgo mind. I'm trying to devise what, remember the other one? There's purpose, integrity. Those ones. Those ones seem to be what's been on my mind. This is some rambling for sure. It's supposed to be just like specifically something about what I'm doing in life. Here's what's going on with me, a quick update. Here's uh, one of the exercises that I've been doing. And <clears throat> then here's a current event or topic. That was the layout of uh, this, ep this, of every episode of Joyful. And I've kind of gotten away from that. Very much so. <laughs> Let me get back to it. All right. All right, part one. What's going on with me personally? I'm single right now. I hate that. It's very hard. And I have had an on-again, off-again relationship with someone for almost three years. Three years of, like, a when your child is six, that's like three years ago or more. And all these moments of life have been happening that are like just standalone by themselves, amazing experiences with a, like an almost three-year-old, a three-year-old, a three-and-a-half-year-old, four-year-old, all the way up to five, six years old. And it, it has like this profound wonder to it. And what's been occupying my mind has been a, like a, an on-again, off-again relationship. And I, I wish I could... I wish I could kind of articulate what that how much of you that takes to have a relationship like that. And now I'm trying to like move on from it and, and I'm trying to like embrace what brought me into it. Because so much of it became, you know, getting out of it for this reason or that reason became important to get out of it. And then you, and I'm talking about like the first phase, the, this kind of diet, I don't know, something split between two, 
whatever the, the right word for that is, um, divided fucking focus had gotten to be definitely after a year, year and a half. So it's been quite a long time of uh, focus put into like experiencing someone else. And that's a weird thing for like a bloviating podcaster to do is put that much time and and kind of like interest in someone else. It made me bail off and honestly feel like if this girl wouldn't listen to this podcast, why would I even do it? And she wouldn't listen to this podcast. Specifically told me I will never listen to a fucking podcast. Just not gonna do it. Not even yours. I was like, not even for like a, a little bit. She was like, no, I listened. Oh, because I was like, you told me to listen to this podcast. She said, uh, yeah, I told you that, but you know, it's just for about 40 seconds. To <laughs> something like that. So that affects you. If you're into someone, you're just into them. Sex is very good. The situation is right. Your experiences are fucking hilarious a little bit. Um, or you connect on at least some of them. Both parents, both, you know, chronologically similar on all these steps of, of life and that gets to be very fun. But that doesn't mean they're the same fucking... There's like so many similar things to you that are not the fucking same at all to someone else. <clears throat> and... The similar ones are really fun. But the ones that are like profoundly different are hard to, not hard to. I feel like it, it's easy, but I feel like I don't want to waste my goddamn time trying to understand the profound difference between me and another human being. I don't, I don't want to spend that much time. I'd rather like cut to the chase and just be like, you know what, you're very different, I love you, and let me move on to shit that's not gonna like fuck my day, my peace up. Just don't fuck up my peace. I guess that's what I'm trying to get to <clears throat> right now. That's the first part. That's what's going on with me personally. So everything is good. We're <sighs> Jack is almost a 
like a full yellow belt. He's got like a yellow belt with a white stripe in it right now, which was this amazing thing to get, which we've been focusing on for months. And now he's like, it, it hit this kind of a little curveball recently when I've realized that there must be something very significant about this like full solid yellow belt that is, uh, it carries some weight with the kid, let's say. Like getting the, the belt before it, the yellow, the yellow one with the white stripe, that was very, it was like, holy shit, dad, I'm gonna get this thing. This one has like, took a little twist, like, yeah, that is gonna be the next one I get. Um, I'll get that someday, <laughs> instead of, I can't wait to get this fucking thing. So I gotta, I gotta dig into that, and see what's going on with uh, why this belt seems so much harder to get. And why, honestly, they, the black belt testing I saw, it had kids that were like fucking nine, ten years old, something like that, that just didn't seem like they should be black belts. And it, it seemed, and from this class, when I picked my kid up, they seemed to be training for this class or for this like announced stated uh, black belt test that's happening on Saturday. They seem to be training for this exact test. And Eh, they, like, anybody who gets a black belt, you don't give those things out unless you can, like, whip the ass of the of a random passerby. Like, yeah, you, even though this is a, like, 72-pound child, this guy is adept enough to, like, take a full-grown-ass man and just put him on the sidewalk, bam. I control you, sir. Have a nice day, sir. We'll call the uh, police and they'll help you sleep it off, sir. They should be able to do that as a black belt. But the ones I saw just this week training, like they're about to you know, take their black belt test. Yeah, I could have taken all six of them, probably. All six. And that's not, I'm not like being boastful. Like I kicked six children's asses. I'm just saying, you know, my child takes this very seriously, this belt thing. And somehow there's this esteem for the yellow belt that doesn't have a white stripe on it, but is all yellow. And, you know, I'd like to think that when he gets a black belt, he can actually kick somebody's fucking ass. That's what I'd like to think. Not just like, I don't know, they match punches in the right order or something. All right, so that's what's going on with me and Jack, where one of us is going through a traumatizing, uh, like, personal transcendental crisis and the other one is doing extremely well in kindergarten and martial arts as well. And it, I just can't spend enough time with them. And number two, so that's what's going on with me. What practice am I doing? Oh, this one's fun, actually. This is some people I work, or one person I work with. 
and her friend, they suggested to me somehow the challenge of things you can do every day to win this challenge. And it's like a fitness challenge they give you. It's very, you know, amazing to try. If you, if you haven't tried a fitness challenge of any kind, this one is absolutely amazing. If you have, if like a fitness challenge to you would seem like, you know, over 800 push-ups a day, something like that, this won't be impressive to you. But if you haven't done a fitness challenge before, this one is cool. This is, um, every day do 25 sit-ups, 25 push-ups, and 50 squats of just basically 50 times you, st you stand like normal, pretend you're sitting, and then stand back up. That's one. You, you, do, you have to pretend that 50 times and do 25 push-ups, which is like if you put your knees on the ground and then you like lay on your chest and then you push your self up until your elbows are straight and then you do that 25 times you figure out what a sit-up is you just kind of lock your feet into something and sit up and look at your knees you do that 25 times so it seems to a fitness enthusiast or somebody who works out a lot or anything that that would be a really easy challenge that it would be like almost pointless. Like, why would I even do that? Well, if, if there's no reason not to, and somebody asks you to, just fucking do it, right? And that's what was cool about being invited to that little thing. But it, it got me, it, it got me so humbled to think that like, why would I, why would I judge this thing, number one? And then, how can I even do it, number two? And I'll tell you, number one, I, sh I should definitely should not have judged it because it's been actually really fun to try to add these little exercises, which, you know, you scoff at. These are simple, this is an easy process. Now, if you do those three little things, it doesn't matter if you work out a lot already or if you do. It's going to be really good for you. Like, it's... I work out a lot. I exercise a lot. It's a part of keeping my keel straight or whatever the phrase is. It's a big part of just pressing on. And this the little challenge was still like it got in my head as this is uh, this is actually really good for me. And I just I have news for you. I have just failed this the next the challenge doubled it went f 
from the one that I thought was so cute to this double-sized one when it's not like 25 push-ups and 50 squats. It's like 50 push-ups and 100 squats. And just yesterday, I failed it. And I'm, I had some good reason. It was an emotional re That's the thing. It's like a fucking emotionally driven reason. And um, I got to stop this podcast and actually win the thing tonight. So I'm going to do that. That's the second thing I'm working on. The third, uh, this, the thing I'm doing is the challenge. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the challenge. And that's what I get out of it is at first it seems minor and easy but there's something about the consistency, if you actually take the challenge on, that's when it has been affecting me. It's like, I gotta do this damn thing. But it's easy, right? Yeah, it's easy, but I just can't do it. So you're like, you can't admit that it's easy, but you still won't do it today. Just, that's, probably why it's a good challenge the third thing what's going on with the world at large something in current events other than the war the, the fucking war that is it a war what the hell is going on has there ever been a, a war can we call that a war Every country that is in the first, second, or even third world was, well, maybe not third world. I guess that's the definition of third world. Every first world country for sure knew exactly what Putin was doing and why and, and what he had capable of, like, behind his words. Like, they had satellite imagery and his whole history and every, everything that's been said by the, by the Ukrainian government and everything that's been said by Putin, they knew all of this and somehow this thing happened where there's tanks shelling city, like t neighborhoods, like buildings of neighborhoods are being shelled by Russian tanks, which had been driving to this area for weeks, months, positioned to do so for probably many months, years. Like this has been on their agenda for a while and somehow it still has been able to happen. And that's confounding and it's, To catch on to it as late as, as I am is, it's shocking in how desensitized and I don't know what to make of that either. Like how, like what would I do? How would I have rallied against if I had known three months earlier what like what was on the table? Would I be trying to 
rally influence against like, hey, if we must step in now to find a logical resolution for this conflict. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if, if I would have caught on to that at all. If it was happening, was that happening? It sounds like a complete surprise to me. Like, shelling. There's, there's airplane b bombing and tanks shelling neighborhoods, leveling them. It just, it's absolutely astonishing. That's what's going on at the world at large, but what I wanted to say was um, something more positive which is that children are the future. Just teach them well and let them lead the way. Let's make sure we're teaching them well. You feel confident we're teaching our kids well? Do you? Because as long as we are, we can just let them lead the way. Let them take over. Y'all, We'll teach you the right things. We don't know the answers to anything, but as long as we taught you right, we can rest assured the world is going to be better. Bam, better. That is what's going on with the world at large. Are we teaching our kids to make it better than it was. How do we do that? Or is that the wrong question to ask? Should we just make sure they learn how to read and write and fit in? Should we teach them how to fit in? I think my child has a, has a uh, not very strong need to fit in. And more so the the need to like connect and understand and i think anybody who really thinks about school and the structure like why we need to get rid of our fucking kids for eight hours a day like we do i mean we do <laughs> like of all the seven billion people that are alive um probably 7.9 billion of them have something for their child to do for eight hours a day somewhere else like some kind of group efforted thing to keep that kid away so if we're teaching them right like really our our world should get better every single year. Better, like profoundly better. I don't know, you guys won't do, you guys won't fall for the same thing that we did. You won't um, behave in the same way that was behaved before you because now we know what to do. 
for a better outcome, for a more loving outcome. So we should be getting closer to that love every year. And if I really think that if, if we're not, then we're probably not doing something right. And I think risks have to be taken. They do. And I think that's it. So the school thing was the third. The second was a challenge, the, the seemingly easy challenge that is actually very difficult if you try to do it every single day. And the and I'm not gonna do it right now. I've already I've decided while talking on this. I'm I failed I failed today too. Damn it. Um how do I get back on track with that thing? Pretty sure I failed. And the first was uh what's going on with me, which is very hard to explain, but a relationship and uh one that is was what it was. I valued it, but um, also there's a lot to unpack with it that I wanted to share and see if anybody at all uh, related to that because that is significant. All right, well, good night or good afternoon or good morning, or good day. Good day, sir. Uh, thank you for listening. God bless, and namaste.